Shut up and sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to Checkmate with Bishop and Knight. I am Matt Knight. And I'm Kevin Bishop. Thank you, as always, for listening. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the shit, shit show. show. We are back with Bill Schaefer. Um, now, Bill, you um, were telling me that you are currently on a um, local uh, stateside deployment with the National Guard. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you're doing there. So this is uh, the state of North Carolina's uh, uh, effort uh, partnered with uh, civilian uh, health officials, uh, in my specific case uh, with the Department of uh, Human and Health Services, uh, to um, administer vaccines uh, for the people who want to get the vaccine uh, for COVID-19, the SARS-CoV-2. Um, so that is an order that we're on under state active duty uh, regulations. Um, so, uh, and I've been doing that since January. So, um, are you personally administering vaccines, no, or I, I am not. Um, I am actually a strike team leader, uh, comprised of two medics, a logistics person, um, and two administration uh, okay. individuals. So, um, what we do is, of course, my medics assist the civilian authorities. Um, and administrators in administering the vaccine. Um, and then uh, the data that comes in off of the um, off of the intake forms, the processing forms to be able to get the, the vaccine, um, once that vaccine is administered and the rest of the form is filled out, we take the data off of there, enter it into a, um, uh, a web-based system uh, that allows us to, tr- to track that particular individual um, as having gotten the vaccine, and of course, there's other data that that is taken from that. But what's that's the what what's the do. purpose of tracking who has or has not taken the vaccine? <clears throat> well, numbers primarily. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm just curious of, of yeah. what all's done with that data. Uh, well, it's, it stays within uh, their system. Okay. Obviously, it falls under uh, the protections that you like the HIPAA protections and things like that, right. uh, that are in place. So, so that information is not shared with any, anybody so else. If their employer would come to yeah, the, it's, the yeah. HH, what's the HHA or, uh, HHS, yeah, the yeah, HHS yeah. or, or, um, the, the North Carolina National Guard and say, Hey, did, uh, did Joe Sweeney get the vaccine? I can't let him return to work yeah, until we, he got it. You can't give anything out. Yeah. We can't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What does the, what does the government do? With that information, to your knowledge, uh, to 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 my knowledge, uh, and obviously I'm I'm there on the ground. So so the information that we s- submit and the things that we do, um, from my perspective on the ground, is to be able to 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 ensure that people who wanted the vaccine could get the vaccine and got the vaccine. Right. Okay. And then that goes to um, to basically a numbers tracking. Yeah. Okay. Um, and North Carolina, you know, county by county or location by location can say, okay, on this day or in this range of days, so many people got the vaccine. Okay. Okay. And this is how many more vaccines we need to order to be able to keep on administering the vaccine for people that want the vaccines. So is it, it's more of like a, an inventory control thing sure. that you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a fair amount of people that are just knocking down the doors to try to get this thing? So, I wasn't there at the beginning of their effort. Okay. Um, the, the National Guard. Well, the vaccine hasn't been out, but for a couple months now, right? Well, right. Yeah. Um, and wasn't available to that many early on. Well, it's, I mean, still in testing up until January. Well, it's it's been approved under emergency uh, regulation. Okay. Right. So but not approved under the FDA. Right. Right. Uh, because obviously there is still a lot of testing that they would have to do. Uh, if they went through the normal process, right? Because so, so, with the with the flu vaccine, correct me if I'm wrong, it took something like 16 years to have that oh, approved I, by the FDA. I don't know. Uh, I, I for, don't forgive know. me if I have that figure wrong, but yeah. I, I know it's something that I've heard somewhere. I, I, I know. The, I thought the true estimation of what this was expected before it would be FDA was three to five, because they look at it, that kind of range. Well, that that time. is the average. So when you're talking about um, certain drugs being administered for a, a specific condition. The average these days, um, normally you would be looking at about five years. Okay. Now, depending on, now, obviously, I'm not a researcher, so uh, or a doctor or a scientist, but uh, I mean, 
I'm certain that there are there, there are variances to that. But on of average, course. if you're wanting to get something approved through, through the, the FDA, um, it would take on average about five years is what I'm I told. guess it, it goes to the complexity of, of whatever drug that whatever you're Whatever it is that they're too, fighting, yeah. It's easier to make a pill that makes your dick hard than it does to make a, a vaccine to cure a virus. And that was by accident, so. that dick hard. Yeah, that was, uh, the, what, what was the original purpose of... Uh, uh, heart, heart medication. Yeah, heart medication. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah it, I don't remember for what exact purpose, yeah. but it was to deal with the heart, and that's why if you have cardiovascular issues, you can't take it. Right, because yeah. yeah. it can give you a four out the, the longest heart on of your life. It'll last until you die. That, and it can <laughs> just otherwise cause other issues. Right. I don't know but, if I would be disappointed in that. But, you know, honey, I mean, we're going out with a bang yeah, uh, and a pop yeah, <laughs> or a fizz, depending on your age. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, where's my soundboard? Um, I like turtles. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what what type of people I'm trying to figure out the correct phrasing of this question. Um, is there a certain type or. Um, segment of the population that's getting Segment of the population, um, a, people with a certain job, I guess is what I'm trying to hit at. Like, yeah. the, I know the frontline workers, they're trying to fast track the hospital workers <coughs> and the people who are on the front lines of, of um, combating this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, ca- I call it a flu. I think yeah. that's that's what really all it is, is a flu. It's a, a bad flu, yeah. more contagious than, from everything I've read, it's more contagious than the flu, and that's really what makes it as big of a, um, a menace. Yeah, so so the <clears throat> the differentiation that people are are making uh, between something like influenza A or B, right. okay, versus uh, versus COVID nineteen, um, you know, one's a flu, one's a virus. Well, they're they're actually both viruses, right? Okay, and and they're both um, they're both res- respiratory uh, type illness viruses, and yeah. and it can give you those problems, okay. Um, COVID-19, um, the, with the last study that I had looked at, still maintained that um, in terms of con- contagiousness or yeah. spreadability, um, this one was um, more aggressive, right? if you will. Um, probably about a 3 or 4% difference yeah. between, say, a regular flu uh, versus COVID nineteen. Yeah. I know um, you're not a, a, a virologist or a, no, I'm or not a, a virologist doctor, or an EPI, but, epidemiologist. Um, but it, based on your readings, what what makes it uh, more aggressive as far as the uh, spreadability? Is it the fact that it infiltrates DNA more rapidly, or or what? What about the virus makes it makes it more spreadable? More spreadable. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I might be able to. This was fed to me this is nothing something that has probably changed since i heard it um or it could even be just you know unverifiable or just wrong but what was told to me which sounded good i guess uh i thought the source was credible when it was given to me uh, was that there's something some phrase like a knock or whatever uh given to certain contagions and the idea that the flu is considered to be like a knock for you're going to give it to four people before you know you're contagious or you that you know that you have it before you're symptomatic in some way that COVID has such a delayed onset that it can be, it's like a knock 40 uh, and again the terminology I'm, I'm sure is wrong but that ability to spread it to that many more people before, before you, you realize you what it is have it yeah. yeah so the idea was you've been washing your hands or whatever but little did you know you know, everything that you've touched or breathed on or whatever yeah. before masks were mandatory. That was part of the issue was that, yeah, the death toll was low, but when you can infect this many people, yeah. the numbers still sky. Now, I have, I have heard that in discussion. Yeah. Um, I didn't attribute it to a, uh, to a rating of how the knock contagious. Rating. Yeah. The knock is that, rating. Is that what, did you look that up? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. So I, I, I found this article from UC Berkeley, um, and it says the the and, and we've all ter- heard the term of the coronavirus is is novel or novel, novel, yeah. um, which means new to humans. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes the new coronavirus so dangerous to humans is simply that it's novel, meaning that it's new to humans. So do, we don't have any way to fight it. Um, this is the first time it, it it's ever circulated in humans. Um, so the virus isn't more powerful per se than other viruses, 
Right. But when it enters the human body, we have no pre-existing defenses since our bodies don't immediately recognize it as a dangerous intruder. Right. Um, imagine an old, walled, medieval town. If this virus were a disguised attacker arriving at the town's protective walls but open gates, the guards would not immediately known, know to be suspicious. Right. With this coronavirus, it's as if the guardians of our cells have kept the gates open and let the coronavirus in without immediately recognizing its danger. Then the virus starts its spread. Yeah. It gets in and hijacks the human cell's machinery. Instead of the cell doing what it's supposed to do, the virus overrides the cell's normal programming and turns it into a machine to make more of the virus. It goes and goes until the immune system stops it. So, I mean, eventually the immune system's going to stop it. Yeah, it, it because does what it's supposed it's, to do. It, because die. it's really, it's nothing more than a flu that is new to humans, such as the bird flu, right. the swine flu. right. Any of those other things that right. we've you know we've heard that about we've run years. into that that yeah. were relatively new to the, the common the human cold condition yeah. the, that you know hundreds of years ago was yeah. new to humans. Uh, yeah, and interesting. And and to, to your point, to what you were saying in terms of spreadability, yeah, I've I've heard that conversation being had. Um, that was actually so that I heard sense. that two days before the shutdown. Yeah, um, I was actually working in a venue that I have not gotten to work at in a year. Yeah. Um, it was during the ACC tournament, actually. Yeah, you just had uh, got on there. Um, yeah, I mean, I was... Doing concessions, right? Yeah, I was picking up extra work bartending. for yeah. the, I mean, and uh, it was... Yeah, we, we got to host, what, the first two days, I think it was? Yeah. And the rest of it got shut down, but, I mean, that was... Yeah, I think on the third day you called me and you were like, "You're never gonna believe this shit." <laughs> yeah, I mean it was just kind of crazy, but even then, you know, it was it was one of the um, very affluent, medically educated uh, yeah. uh, patrons, if you will, that was sharing that information, mm-hmm. which at the time was still being kept a little hush hush to avoid panic. I guess. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's been a whole lot of things. Yeah, but uh, it's just they, one of those things. Like I didn't verify it. It was just one yeah. of those things that. I took as credible, and yeah. maybe I should have really decided to look it up, but well, never did. At the time, I mean, really, I I can find no fault in you in that because you know, in the in the, the career that I was in, um, I I wasn't uh, a frontline medical worker, but I was dealing with the public every day, and you know, we would hear different things not only from the company that we worked for, mm-hmm. but it was a play it by ear situation. Nobody knew what the hell was going to happen. We what see this, yeah. it goes from okay, it's a problem in China. <clears throat> we see it. Everybody's wearing these masks. It was a problem um, in Italy, pretty bad. Then in Italy, there's the the rumors that somebody bit the head off of a bat at a a, 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 wet, a, market. a wet market in yeah. Wuhan. Um, so, get, so, so there was a lot of a lot of things <laughs> swirling around um, uh, that that added to the panic, yeah. or at least the fear. Well, not right? to mention the 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 blatant conspiracy theorists out there who were you know. On, on Reddit in a high presence, and you know I love both, you know uh, both Bishop and I love love Reddit, and we you know don't necessarily take credible sources, but a lot of the a lot of the shit's interesting to read. Yeah, and people um, are passionate. God, they're passionate. Yeah. yeah, if it's online, a lot of people take it for for you know published newsprint these well, days. Well, sure, and it's it's like I was telling Bishop here, um, you have to be able to. Uh, you have to be able to, to, to extract yourself or take yourself out of the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. So you have to be able to look, you're going to take information from various places and, and you have to have the ability to discern what makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Now when this, when this virus first came out, okay. Um, and we first started seeing, uh, you know, where people were buying up toilet paper from, you know, here oh till next awful. month and all that. And these things were happening and, and we weren't seeing lockdowns necessarily, you know, widespread lockdown, but we were starting to get into that realm. The curfews. Yeah, there okay. Was, they yeah. started so purchasing. They started easy with the that. curfews. So my, my first, my first instinct was to, uh, to try and figure out, okay, this is a virus. How do viruses <laughs> behave? Okay. Turns out that viruses behave exactly like viruses. Okay. Shock of the century. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, uh, viruses don't, they don't respond to certain measures. Right. Okay. So when you're talking about everything from buying up all the toilet paper, at, you know, at a, at a Lowe's Foods. Yeah. This virus um, didn't make you shit anymore often. Just for anybody who right. went through the panic 
and kept me from well, they buying were, they, toilet paper. What they were worried I about. I want you to know that it did not make you shit yourself anymore. But it did make people stay home more and not use the office toilet. So to an extent, you actually. Did I want to know more. what the sti- now. I want to know what the statistic is of how much less offices had to budget <laughs> for their toilet paper. You'd have to probably go to like Scott Distributions or something. Like, like where would you even get? That I will from? say this: I'm one of those odd people that still wash my hands in a public restroom after I after I use use the bathroom. Yeah. Um, whether it is number one or number doo doo, um, <laughs> and I've noticed that there there's there are more people in public restrooms now who actually do wash their hands. Yeah, they used and, to almost see nobody. And yeah. I mean, and I mean, yeah. look uh, for all the hand washing that's been going on, the sanitizing, the sanitizing, the shortage of the sanitizer. Right. Oh, I, I, I have experience in that as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, because initially um, we were buying toilet paper, uh, we were buying bleach. Yeah. Um, I mean, pe- I mean, people were were going to pool cleaning companies and and asking for industrial bleach. Um, and those pool companies said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Come back with a better lie. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting any of this. But, um, you know, <clears throat> I spent a fair amount of time um, looking at as, as much information as I could about how viruses work. Okay? Now, n- nobody's denying that this virus has taken a, a pretty good toll. Okay? Um, even with the numbers where we have examples, like, for instance, in New York City. All right, mm-hmm. where numbers have been manipulated, okay, um, and that that especially in nursing homes. Yeah, and that and that and that number is increasing, and those cases are starting to to count up, right? right. I think we have another one possibly in Michigan, um, but you know, uh, aside from all of that, in learning to the best of my ability of how a virus works um, and what can happen. Okay, Spanish flu being uh, by far probably the worst example that we have. So in, that was in, in the early 1900s, in, yeah, nineteen eighteen. Yeah, um, in recent history. Okay, um, I came to my own conclusion um, that yeah, this was going to be around for a while. Yeah. Okay, um, it was going to have some very adverse effects. I mean, even even accounting for a lot of the manipulation of information and numbers, okay, you still have a lot of people that were adversely affected even to the point of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, even through all of that, okay, and, and understanding that, yes, they were working on a, vi- on, on a vaccine, okay, um, that there was really nothing that we had to fear. Right. Okay. Um, the recovery rate for the virus is somewhere between 98 and 99%. Right. Okay, depending on what study you look at. Um, and that's across the board. Okay? Now, now of course, it starts getting tricky when you start talking about what they call comorbidities. Comor- right. Okay? Explain uh, that a little bit. So, so a com- comorbidity, from, from what I have uh, been able to find out, is conditions um, or health conditions... Uh, that a person may have that are a contributing factor. A con- well, it's exacerbated. Gotcha. By the respiratory illness that that happens when you catch yeah the flu. All right, or when you catch COVID nineteen. Something like emphysema, a, a cancer, yes. heart Smoker disease. Yes. Yeah. Any any of the other physiological problems that you have with diabetes. Yeah. Uh, emphysema. Um, you name it, okay? Yeah. If if your body is being adversely effective in a very observable way... If your immune system is concentrating on something other than being the immune well, system... Well, and if it's compromised... Right. Then, then COVID-19, as with other flu-like viruses, those things can contribute to uh, how badly your body takes this virus, okay? Yeah. So, but understanding that, okay... Um, I knew uh, from just from what I read that they're really that the overwhelming masses of healthy population. All right, nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about, really. I mean, you they're stay, really gonna feel like crap for like two weeks. Stay sick. Yeah. Stay stay home. Stay home. Do the things that you do to minimize the spread of a virus, as you would normally do with even a cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and that we will come. There will be a time when we come out of this. Yeah. Um, they will have developed a vaccine, um, and we will come out of this. Is there any type that you know of of immunity that is displayed 
after having the virus. I know that I've heard the figure that you can't get it for another like 60 or 90 days after you've had the initial strain. I know that there are other strains, as viruses do, they mutate. Mm-hmm. This is the nature of viruses. Yeah. Um, through, you know, passing through genomes and different things. But to your knowledge, is there, after you have the virus, you beat the virus, you're one of the 99, 98 to 99% who beat it. Yeah. Do you now have any lessened chance of contracting the virus again? So my understanding is, um, again, viruses do what viruses do, okay? If you've had the virus, okay, um, then you're immune from the virus. And in that, I mean that um, if, if the virus, if you're able to catch the virus again, yeah. your body knows how to defeat it right. in short order. Yeah. Okay? Um, so it, there's still some, some talk about whether or not you can still catch uh, COVID-19 after you've had the shot or after you've had the actual yeah. uh, illness. Um, but, uh, everything that I've read so far, um, indicates, uh, that once you get it, okay. Yeah. Um, a virus is a virus is a virus with varying degrees yeah. of severity or, 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 right. you know, uh, aggressiveness in the virus, but, but your body will know how to fight it off. Right. Okay. Like I can get a flu. Okay. And my body will fight it off, okay? After I recover from that flu, all right, or just a regular run-of-the-mill flu, okay, I could probably get it again. But you're going to be back on your feet in a few But I'm going to be back on my feet again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And And you're going to probably think that flu that you got may have been the common cold. May have been. Yeah. But, I mean, how often do we go for, for an actual forensic analysis of what kind of flu it is that we got? Twice a week. (laughs) <laughs> Twice a week, I have my oil checked. Uh, please, please, I'm in contact with some seedy people. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. It's well, that bad. was that was uh, one of the people I actually play pool. I play in a pool league. Um, one had been b- billiards. If anybody needs clarification, not a not not water polo. Yeah, yeah. Nine, nine ball to be specific. Billiards. Uh, but one of the billiards. One of the guys the I play comment. with. He uh, he had actually gotten COVID rather early on in all this, and did beat it. He's in pretty good health, aside from his age range. Uh, yeah. the, well, what I assume is his age range. I technically don't know what he is. I'm guessing late 50s to 60. I mean, hopefully sure. I'm not aging him too poorly there. Uh, but uh, I'm sure either he'll way, be fine. yeah. Uh, either way, he uh, asked about that specifically. Like, could he get it again? Did he have to worry about transmitting it to other people? Yeah. And they just simply, as a like factual point of view, told him at least at the time he asked there wasn't enough information. Everything sounds logical, but like they just couldn't give him a straightforward answer. They oh, could, sure. They could say this is how these things typically behave, but yeah. there just wasn't a fi- uh, direct answer they could right. give so him. New. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's so new it's to so everybody. New. Yeah, well, it's just yeah. one of those things like I, you know, for, I feel like, yeah, share that bit that I have heard from someone who had it. Look, I mean, I, mean, I get yeah. it. It's, it's alarming to walk into your doctor, somebody who you, you, most people have been to the same doctor for a while. Uh, me, I just don't go to the doctor. Yeah. Uh, but most people who, who have a doctor, you know, have, have been there for years and have, they've had the answer. They've treated them on multiple occasions. And now you walk into your medical professional's office and you have these questions and they don't have any of the answers. And I think that can be panic inducing to a lot of the population is because sure. the medical professionals don't have the answers on this. There's well, not that the data isn't there. Well, it, but but the other side of that is is when you have so-called medical professionals uh which, you know, by any measure they are more than me, um fomenting that fear. Right. All right, perpetuating that fear. Um, I watch uh, a lot of videos uh, with, uh, I believe his name is Dr. Stephen Atlas, um, and he makes a lot of sense, um, if you ever ch- have a chance to, to watch one of his I, I like his last name. One of my favorite professional wrestlers was Tony Atlas. Um, <laughs> if they're related in any way, then I'm definitely going to listen to a Dr. Stephen Atlas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's good stuff. He holds the world up. Um, yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, of course, you know, like to your point, I mean, the, the longer that we go dealing with this thing, the more we learn about it. Right. And that's, that's the beauty and the magic of, of science uh, in this. Yeah. Okay? Um, the I like I said I I I think that the uh, the the fear that was induced was unnecessary. Yeah, 
I really do think it was unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and, and, and the more we learn about it and the more we have observable evidence of, of how this thing works, um, you know, my, my suspicions were confirmed. Yeah. You know? Well, me, I mean, I, I know very little about viruses and have studied viruses almost none. Yeah. Except for the fact that I've been sick mm-hmm. and I've recovered. Yeah. A lot in yeah. my life. I was a very sick kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, when I was in kindergarten, I never went to preschool. And so introducing me into an environment with all these kids who had been to preschool and around everybody else, I almost miss, missed more school than would allow me to pr- pr- uh, proceed to the first grade. Really? So having like that experience, I'm sitting here thinking like, A, it's been detrimental to our economy. I mean, so many people are out of work. Uh, even Bishop, I mean, the story he just told about, he just had that job, and then we shut everything down. Yeah. Not only to the economy, but to everybody's health. Have have these shutdowns been more detrimental to getting over the hump of this virus, to establishing this herd immunity? If, In my humble opinion, um, I think initially... Um, and, and I even had this argument, before, you know, prior to all of this happening, um, when we first started talking about the concept of shutting things down. Yeah. Um, people that I that I were that I was talking to were were absolutely shut everything down, get everybody out uh, out of everybody's way. Well, do you think that was giving in to the fear mongering? Well, well, I, I in part I I think that, um, and uh, I brought up the question: Look, just should we? Yeah. Should we do this? From an educated standpoint. Well, from a common sense standpoint. Because, like I said, if if you're going to lock everybody down, right? I see that um, from a common sense. Because from the educated standpoint, they're telling us to shut it down. But from a common sense standpoint, why? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm not too hard on um, the authorities that did some of the things that they did. Because we just simply, we really didn't know. Yeah, I mean, right? it was scary. And you only saw bad numbers. Yeah. What else do you well, do? And, and, the numbers were, and the numbers were mounting, okay? Um, and they, they just literally were caught with their pants down with this thing, right, to a degree. And so the measures that they, that they were putting into effect initially, I, I'm not too hard on them about trying to do something that would help lessen the numbers, Right. Uh, and and save the public, so to speak. Um, but my my first question was, should we actually be shutting things down? Because from from a common sense point of view, in my own common sense, which yeah. I don't know how common that is, but but um, well, if you look it, at two, if, if two, you, two uncollege educated guys like right. us who have had to get by right. on elbow grease and yeah. you know uh, sleight of hand, yeah, uh, <laughs> for and, our whole lives, yeah, right. Um, so you know. Um, if you're looking at things from that perspective, uh, what are you really doing when you shut everything down and you lock everybody in their homes and you shut down businesses? What you're doing is you're creating a vi- an environment where the virus still exists. And you're using tons of toilet paper. Right. No. Insurmountable so amounts. I, I, yeah. I, I would dare say that there are probably people out there in the world that still have probably a couple of packages of toilet paper that they shouldn't have bought. You know, right? I, as a funny aside to, to this, I, 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 I'm no longer on TikTok because I am older than 20. Um, but but it, was a fun, it was a fun time killer during the start of this pandemic when, you know, we couldn't go out and I had gotten tired of everything on TV. So I'm, I can spend hours scrolling through 10-second snippets on my phone. Sure. And there was a funny prank that somebody did on their neighbors in the apartment complex where he took a picture of rolls of toilet paper and he like, I guess he copied them multiple times and he stuck them to all of his front windows of his house. Yeah. So it looked like he was hoarding, hoarding toilet, all paper, the toilet paper and he then recorded videos of his neighbors like riding and stopping in the parking lot. And you could see them roll their windows down and like taking pictures and stuff. Yeah. Cause they're so mad. They're he so mad. He's got it all. Toilet paper. Yeah. Like, I wish I was that much of an evil genius just yeah. to get under somebody's skin so much with a piece of eight and a half by 11 What are you doing with all that toilet paper? What do you, uh, what do you mean? Uh, 
Just uh, wiping. Pillow forts? Yeah. Do you, I mean, I'm doing what I always do. <laughs> I try to take over the world. But to your question, um, do I think it was detrimental? Uh, we had these discussions. Yeah. And like I said, from a common sense point of view, um, what do you do when you shut everybody down, lock everybody up in a hole, um, and, and just stop life? Okay? You're, you're doing all of this with a virus that still exists in the world, in the environment. Yeah. Um, and you're basically prolonging the natural progression or the natural order or the natural sequence of events that, that happen yeah. in order for your ultimate goal of herd immunity. That's, that's, that's what I'm thinking of the whole thing is you're just yeah. delaying. You're delaying everything. In it, the inevitability of it. So, so but in the meantime... You're screwing the economy. Yes. You're, you're, you've, you've crashed a stock market that has been at the highest of highs mm-hmm. since, you know, the, the, what, the crash of 08? Yeah. Um, the housing got, bubble. You've got people now who are dependent mm-hmm. on the government, and that the government has been so nice to say that if you're in the service industry or if, if you can claim unemployment because of the pandemic, we're going to give you an extra, was it $600 a was that was the first one. Two weeks. It was. I think it was three hundred actually. 300, yeah, three hundred yeah. a week. Three hundred per week. Yeah. Um, which leads me into my next thing. With a beautiful segue, by the way. Uh, I try my best. Yeah, um, you're professional. Um, the the that's pretty as winking at me just every time. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so so uh, has it been detrimental? Absolutely, it has. Okay, and and just conjecture here, all right, based on what I know about the ideological, political side of things, um, I believe that there are those who took advantage of that. For, in, in any situation. Right. For, for multiple reasons. Yeah. Okay. But, but has it been detrimental? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's been detrimental. It's been detrimental to the economy of the United States. Qu- quite frankly, the, the majority businesses that are small to mid-level businesses, mom yeah. and pop, all right. Um, the government decided to pick winners and losers in that whole thing, right? right. Um, but Amazon.com, because you're stuck at home with your extra $300 a week. Made a kajillion dollars. And why isn't there regulation for that? If you can sign in something that say you're getting an extra $300 a week because you're out of work, why can't you say, okay, now the biggest profiteers on this need to pay your 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 lion's share. Oh well now now you're getting into a whole nother discussion now. Right? I'm, well I'm talking logic and reasoning. Well you're is, you're you're talking about culpability or or, or uh, responsibility. Or right? as we call it in, in my grandpa's South, pay what you owe. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. It, it's it's been detrimental. It's hurt us. Um it is it, it certainly has not defeated us. And like I said, the more that we learn about this particular virus um, and the more we learn about ourselves, we understand, um, we understand the, the benefits of having gone through this, but we also recognize uh, the negative things that have happened. Um, really, you know, if you, if you want to, you can't point fingers at any one person, but there's certainly there's enough uh, finger pointing that could be made. You know what I mean? I to, can point fingers at one to, person. To, to specific individuals, to, to, to an entire administration, if you will. I, I, I was joking about pointing fingers at one person. Yeah. But um, to my point, um, I, I want to bring up Dr. Fauci. Um, oh, here he, we go. He, and I'm, I'm not going political with this because, you, you know, I've, I've, I'm not a diehard Trumper, but I, I, during his presidency, I was a Trump supporter. Yeah. Um, not every single thing he did, but a good majority. I think he did good things for the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but why do we have one doctor who, to me at least, was virtually unknown in the public eye until the pandemic instead of a panel of doctors and virologists, people from the Mayo Clinic, um, you know, just more than one person? Because if I have... Uh, uh, terminal cancer. I'm not going to just listen to the one doctor that says I have terminal cancer. I'm going to go to somebody else that is possibly going to tell me that there's another outcome. Well, if, if to my knowledge, he is only the top authority 
he has a panel that is supposed to give him the information. Like, basically, we just have one mouth that is supposed to be abort from you have epidemiologists, you have oncologists, you have these major sections, that. and they're, they're all supposed to basically, he's just the highest authority that they report. He's basically supposed to be a mouthpiece <laughs> to the informed who deal with whatever the issue is a lot more regularly. Yeah, but he's not, he uh, but he's not simply just a mouthpiece though. Okay. Correct. This, this no, has been, not. you know, dealing with viruses, uh, dealing with this kind of thing, um, has been, if not the entirety, the majority of his career. All right. Um, so was he new to office or his position? <clears throat> so the position that he's in now, well, okay. that he was in before. Yeah. What, like, what was he when doing COVID before started. the pandemic? It sounds like you knew the answer. That's why I'm asking. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't know what Dr. Fauci was doing prior to this pandemic thing. Okay. I thought he had been sitting for a while. I, mean, I could be wrong, but I oh, thought he had that position for a hot minute. Well, he might have. Huh. He might have. But I mean, when he when he hit the public scene, okay, um, and people could hear what he said. This was and, before he went to Epstein's Island, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's an entirely yeah. different story. Um, <laughs> talking about that guy who definitely killed himself? <laughs> yeah. 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 Are you talking about the suicidal maniac who definitely killed himself? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that guy. guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so to your point, yeah, you, you're correct. All right. There, there are other people that, that he confers with, uh, I mean, Dr. Birx was, was another face that we saw for a time. Was that the female doctor? Yes. Yeah. Um, she got she, shut down quick. Uh, I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm ignorant of why she disappeared from the public scene. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't because of the criticism that she received for a lot of things. But uh, in one instance in particular, I think, where she visited her family despite uh, the uh, order for well, other people not to be able to oh, do those things. I remember that girl now, or yeah. woman, doctor. Well, let's not let's not talk Ted Cruz's trip to Mexico or, uh, uh, you know. The, well, or, sure. Or the other politician who I can't remember the name off the top of my head who was not wearing his mask well, on the plane. Yeah. I mean, you had John Kerry not wearing his mask, even though it was go. a requirement on that airline. Yeah. All right. Um, Ted Cruz, um, yeah. who went to Cancun, Cancun, I believe it was. During the hurricane. Yeah, during the hurricane thing. That's, that's oh, no, it wasn't the hurricane. It was the uh, the blizzard that Texas... Or the blizzard. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Unprecedented yeah, power yeah. outages. Yeah, yeah the blackouts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's a whole other story. I'm, yeah. I've got my thoughts about that. I, I think that they uh, were just taking the opportunity to hit them for it. But 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 in terms of uh, uh, Dr. Fauci, um, you know, he's the guy that's there in that position now. Okay? Um, so he's he's the guy. All right? Um, I certainly don't. Isn't he, uh, isn't he tight with, with Bill and Melinda? You know, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I've, I've seen pictures. You might have. Fundraisers. El- you might have. Elbow rubbings. I mean, certainly there, you rubbings. know, certainly Gates has been involved. Uh, That's for- an odd one too, right? Yeah. Like uh, the, 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 you know, Microsoft mm-hmm. conglomerate. Yeah. Now, out of nowhere at the start of a p- pandemic is... Well, Bill Gates uh, has been been uh, invested in uh, in vaccines for a long time now, if you believe the stories. How do you make that transition to a software developer that started out of a garage, makes one, you know, other than Apple, the most popular product for business and personal computers, now you're into vaccines? I mean, that seems like a real... A real far jump. I mean, I've, I haven't played Frogger since the early '90s, but uh, well, diversity is everything. I mean, Amazon, yeah. what they have their hands into, Facebook, what they have their hands into, Google alike. I mean, it's we're we're mentioning a lot of platforms that don't uh, don't ease my uh, my suspicions here. There, but... yeah, but but I'm just saying they all have far-reaching arms, if you will. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I won't speculate as to how Bill Gates got into the The, the, into the question is not to how far-reaching their arms are. The question is to why. I'm going to leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue with our discussion. That sounds like a 20th Century Fox movie. I, I don't know the sound effect anymore. They've changed shit so much. <laughs> Bose noise. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, based on a fact from Wikipedia, Fauci has been an advisor to every U.S. president since Reagan. Mm. 
Every <laughs> single one. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. It's not an elected office. I know he's been around. Uh, but I didn't know he went back all the way to Reagan. Been yeah. around the block he became a time director of the NAID Done almost anything a boy can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I had, I had to look that up because I was like, yeah. I, I swear he had been basically the position he was at for. I mean, I, it may have changed. I, I thought he had gotten fired or maybe not. I mean, I don't know. So I don't know what. It yeah. just says basically his position hadn't changed for. What's that? Well, he, Forever? Yeah, his job position. He's just He's been inherited. Not his position position. <laughs> his physician position. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's changed quite a few times. He drives precision collision. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound, like, you sound like V from Vendetta. Remember, remember the 5th of mm-hmm. November, the gunpowder treason and plots. Yes. See, I like that scene where he had the alliteration with the V. Yeah, every, yeah with Vim and Vigor. I did that myself the other day, talking about taxation. Yeah. I just love that. I mean, it was creative, well-written, yeah. well-executed. I just thought it was a really fun scene, yeah. just because how it's it was theatrical, dramatic. It was fun. But it's funny that we segue into V from you know V for Vendetta, um, because I believe that the oppression that that particular country, England, mm-hmm. was under, was due to a, a virus, virus, a virus. Yes, a virus. Guy Fox, a virulent yeah. virus. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. What were they trying to tell us? It was weird know. that in that movie, whose mask is also the um, emblem for QAnon supporters, their government was taken over due to a virus. Yeah. It's almost like somebody was sending a message. Yeah. It sounds like something, but I, it, it, I just can't put my tongue on it. Hmm. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I don't believe the whole thing. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Um, there's our government is definitely for us. They want to protect us. Everything that they do is for our own good. And yeah. scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I do find it. Um, oh, where there were I was going somewhere with it, but I've already lost it. So we we're gonna edit out my interjection since it already came after his words. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. right. Whatever makes you feel good, man. So, have you had the vaccine as one of the, I, I would consider, frontline workers dealing with the public who have not had the vaccine? No. Is that a personal choice? Absolutely. May I ask why? Sure. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why um, hast thou not <laughs> taken thine injection? <laughs> yeah. And and by the way, mother doth know that I wearest her drapes. Um, and I, I for 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 clarification, I call it an injection, not a vaccine. It will be called a vaccine out of my own uh, lips once the FDA has approved it yeah. and has um, given studies as of its effect, efficacy versus the side effects. Well, it, a complete to that point, um, you know, maybe a complete study, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I mean, not control groups. Yeah, um, I think that they have found that you know, in in the preliminary, um, that this particular vaccine is um, is quite effective um, in the way that it combats this virus, and actually, it is a unique way uh, in which it does so. Um, it actually the 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 vaccination is not um, your typical vaccination where it includes an inert portion or or a, a an active a, yeah it does not include an active piece of RNA or whatever it may be well it's it's a so it's a yeah certain pieces of the virus okay that are rendered inert okay you don't get a vaccine for flu with live flu Okay, you get it with inert parts of that flu. Okay, same thing. Same thing with any vaccine, right? The the stuff that that activates your cells to combat said virus. Right now, this one is different, and I'm gonna I'm gonna really put this into really down and dirty, you know, terms. Basically, what this vaccine does is that it basically teaches your body how to. uh, it, It gives them the map. To the protein spike in 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 the virus, okay, and it teaches your body to copy that map, okay. 
um, and then it destroys that map, okay, and your body has read that map, okay? So now that if you do come into contact with virus, okay, and you become infected, your body already knows that information and it can fight it off. Almost like, uh, say the gates are still open, it's going to recognize when it walks through the gates, though. Right. Okay. Right. So, so, so that's really a down and dirty no, kind, lay, of, kind of as explanation. As layman's as possible. Yeah, as layman as hell. Here, yeah. Um, it, it, what was your question? God, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have I? Uh, have I gotten the virus? Um, so no. The, the I, vaccine. Have you gotten the vaccine? Uh, vaccine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I have not gotten the vaccine. That is a personal choice. And, and like I said, it, it, it was a choice that I made based on the hours that I spent trying to find out as much as information as I could about this particular virus, yeah. but about viruses in general and what they were finding out about this particular virus and what it was doing. Um, and once I realized that the recovery rate was well over 50%, yeah. you know, me being, like I said, I'm 52 years old. Um, I'm healthy, okay? I have nothing going on that this thing is going to mess with, okay? You're a smoker, though. I, well, sure. But, you know, that probably helps me more than it does. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's kind of the point I was getting yeah, at is that, yeah. oddly enough, yeah, weird. Smoke, smokers, yeah. as yeah, well they... as people with O-type blood, <laughs> are less likely to contract uh, a virus that harms your lungs. Yeah, weird, huh? Well, they thought they thought we've been preparing opposing. for this our entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just out there yeah. with our Dale Dale Earnhardt jackets <laughs> yeah. and, our, and our pack of Marlboros. Yeah, just out there like with our, with our guns and shit. Just yeah, like, show me where that fucking coronavirus is at. I'm yeah. gonna kick its ass. I'm gonna walk. blast it right in the face. <laughs> I heard it said something bad about my mama, and ain't nobody call my mama a bitch, even though she was <laughs> to me my whole life. <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't get the virus, uh, the vaccine, because I knew the virus was just something that I wouldn't have to, I, I don't have to worry about it. Um, like I said, if, if if I get it, I don't even know if I've had it. That's me. To be honest. Because so many people are, are asymptomatic. My uh, yeah. my brother-in-law, he had it, gave it to his fiance. Mm-hmm. She had symptoms, was feeling bad. He never had a single symptom. Yeah. Yeah. Half the, and he coaches baseball. Yeah. Half the people on his baseball team had it, never knew they never had knew it. Never knew they had it, yeah. There was like three or four others who felt like shit for a few days, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, we're, we're good now, but yeah. you know, we have to wait two weeks. So that, that you know, an asymptomatic, uh, that, that whole thing where you don't suffer any of the symptoms, um, I have yet to really look into why that happens. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know if, they, well, if there's an answer. But to, to me, it's because the virus is manufactured in a laboratory, and the weird side effects is because of that. Say it again. The virus was manufactured in a laboratory, and the strange side effects is because of that. Interesting. I hadn't actually heard that point of view. So no, you, I mean, that's my, I don't have that's, a, that's I don't my have skeptics. A, that's my yeah, skeptics. I don't have a counter argument to, to it. I just I um, hadn't heard that before. I've I've heard so many strange symptoms that it there's no way that this is a virus that is one is one hundred percent naturally occurring. And this is my own conclusion. Call me a tinfoil hat wearing UFO spotter if you want to, but I've heard the gamut of symptoms from this too. Asymptomatic to you lose um smell and taste to after you've lost smell and taste <laughs> I have a friend who, for seven months, has not regained it. They're yeah. calling. They're now calling this a syndrome, that is a part of recovering from the virus. Um, I know a couple that have not regained their sense of smell. Another person, well, fully. Um, my sister-in-law, she it was a gradual loss. She couldn't taste breakfast that well. Her Starbucks coffee at lunch wasn't as strong as it usually is by dinner. No taste of, no no sense of taste. Um, a coworker, her boyfriend got it. Um, apparently he's hot all the time. They keep her their house on sixty five, uh, sixty five degrees. Um, he was off. Calls her, 
Did you turn the heat on in the house? No. Why? Burning up. Still 65 in the house. So he's feverish, mm. like madly feverish. Um, eats salt and vinegar chips as like a snack. Can't taste anything like immediately after waking up. And then has the most intense uh, muscle cramps in the middle of his back. The symptoms are so, they're so far on either end of the spectrum. I mean, you don't get that with chicken pox. You don't get that with the flu. Yeah. Um, you get that with chemical and biological stuff, as you know, people who have been in the, the armed forces, the initiated, have seen. Because um, we've been taught, you know, you look out for your battle buddy, right? You look out to see symptoms of this, symptoms of, of that. Mm. And it's almost... Uh, Side effects of Agent Orange in nature. <laughs> so, so the the uh, symptoms that people have gotten, um, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, like I said, it's a respiratory illness. Um, then why does you're it going affect to, your, your, the middle of your back and muscle spasms in your joints? Now, well, I get the, the flu is the same way. The well, flu that, is a respiratory yeah, illness, that, and it affects your joints. Yeah, uh, but I mean, that's the question, right? Yeah. So. So without without extensive study, you know, we we just don't know. And we're only right? a year into this, right? So uh, I don't I don't know. I can't speak to to what other people have experienced, um, you know, while they had this virus or after they've had the virus. Um, I don't know. I I, I do know that you know obviously <laughs> this, the the study will continue, right? I mean, but. Without placing an opinion one way or the other, is the shit just just not weird? Uh, I'd say there's a whole lot of things about this that are weird. Yeah. 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 As far as the side effects to the vaccine, I've seen things from sudden onset of Bell's palsy, um, passing out, um, two heart attacks, I think were documented. Um, I'm going to kind of serve serve this volleyball over into uh, Bishop's court here. Um, a close relative of yours um, just received round one and two. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, you said there was <clears throat> from side effects on round one. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I know that there's been a, a couple. Hers, thankfully, were mild. Um, I guess mild in comparison because they didn't amount to anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, turned extremely flush. And even though it wasn't registering a temperature, was feeling hot and was melting ice packs literally on their skin. Um, so that's, I mean, that's very bizarre. Got a reaction out of four or five nurses uh, that were there to monitor the, uh, got them looking on the name, but just you know, the ones who actually administered, there we go, uh, the vaccine. The first shot um, made them kind of gasp and say something to the effect of, oh my God. Um, so it was definitely shocking because, you know, that person being the patient didn't want to see that. They don't want to feel as though they are. Did she get, did she go in to, I know she's a frontline worker, right? Which is the reason that she got the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Did she go in with any type of. No symptomology. No, any type of fear of. Yeah. Yes. I mean, just my family history is, uh, peppered with a few things that. Make certain things a little uh, adverse sometimes. I mean, just we've got a few different diseases and cancers that are, I guess we're in it or a little, little more prone <laughs> to. But uh, she she receives pain uh, medication or sorry uh, anesthesia poorly, and apparently there's a redhead gene that's not in every redhead, but it's kind of been closely associated and uh they deal with pain regimens or pain treatments differently anesthesia differently needles can be different uh and she's kind of a a typical person for that as far as that speaking about the redhead gene kind of goes in that respect Uh, so she had that worry but that's about it i mean she otherwise wasn't fearful no uh she did wait until seeing you know until she felt comfortable i guess and this is at the time they felt comfortable uh with when enough people she had seen enough people in our family enough people uh so she's not the only frontline worker in my family yeah. uh one is a lot more of a frontline worker did, did, and they had no react no negative reaction neither did um someone else uh which is actually kind of 
part of the lineage there. So, like, you know, she thought a lot more comfortably uh, did, to go get did, it and did her, still had that reaction. Did her job require her to have it, or was it just something as a, as a decision that she made of her own? Or was it something her job I be- suggested? I believe it was strongly suggested. I do not believe that it was forced. Uh, I do believe one person, it was fully expected that they were getting it. I don't think, again, I don't yeah. think it was forced because that's a tough thing to do. But uh, How long until we see that? Well, um, I actually think at a certain point we're looking at almost, you know, once they feel they've gotten a certain amount of the population that maybe they won't care. If I mean, that's almost and the well, those, those, those goalposts goal keep moving. All right. Sure. Um, based on the president's speech uh, the other day, um, if I had to take a wild guess, I would say that's probably not far on the horizon, right? Yeah. Um, is it constitutional? You no. can't. You can't continue working here unless you put a foreign entity into your body that may alter your DNA. Well, I mean, look at the. You know, of course. Now, this is the military. The military requires you to get certain vaccinations and shots but and things like that. But when you sign up for the military, you know you're getting into that. Yeah. Right. So, um, as far as the constitutionality of of the government saying you will get this. Um, I think that, that I think that the that there is a constitutional issue that can arise from that. Yeah. Um, I, I I would be on the side of it's unconstitutional. All right. People ought to have the choice as to what they put into their bodies. This, my body, my is, choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. My this money, is, my choice. Yeah. This, this is this is the intrusiveness of of things like this, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and while it may be necessary, I mean, like I said, with with everything else that we've discussed about this particular virus, all right, for the government to come out and say, you know, you are going to get this, yeah, it's a constitutional issue. Yeah. I would. Agree. I mean, I feel like I would have to agree with that. I mean, it yeah. really doesn't seem like something that you could. I mean, if I was I sitting on my porch, yeah. right, as I am wont to do from time to time, complaining about the government, all right, um, if I heard somebody say that, I would fully expect somebody to yell out somewhere in my neighborhood, Jed, get the shotgun, you know, um, it's time to fight. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or just, or just like, when you come give it to me, I get it. You know, like just, I, yeah. you know. Yeah, like come and give it to me. me? You know, yeah. it's That's the opposite of come and take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What is what is the opposite of Molan Labe? <laughs> <laughs> Molan, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but yeah, you put your little needle dick in my body when I say you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I, I. Uh, like I said, if if. If what was said the other day is any indication, you know, and I had to make a guess. Is that scary to you? you you've been around a bit a bit longer than I have. Not much. Yeah, not much. Um, yeah. You know, I, I remember. I'm a young man. I remember the tail end <laughs> of the Reagan years. The yeah. Um, I remember a, a lot of the Clinton years. Yeah. Um, the comedy <clears throat> brought by the Bush years. Well, there was plenty of comedy to go around in the Clinton years, too. Uh, there there, there, say, there, there was. Yeah, I mean, there were people that. that bought cigars that never even thought about buying cigars. <laughs> right? Yeah, I read that uh, excerpt that, as that, well. Yeah, yeah. That depends on what your definition yeah. of, of is. 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 If I yeah. put a cigarette in my ear. Uh, yeah. Oral sex is not. I like how every teenager in America took that to be like, exactly. I've been telling my mom the same thing. Like, oral sex is not, you know. Yeah. Like, teenagers just ran with that. Like, but I'm not fucking him, mom. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Speaking of, like, what is Gen Z's asphyxiation with eating ass? I don't understand. Like, I never got into Caesar salad until I turned 30. Is this like, is this something new akin to that? I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, there was a time when sucking dick was new, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I talked to people as old you as... You and me. Remember? Remember the, the time behind the... Oh, no, yeah. yeah, please yeah. don't go. But even if I go... No, but if you, go, if you go, like, you could even go back to, you know, I've got a buddy that used to be a drummer in my band. He's like, I just love a... I just love a big bush on a woman. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite radio personalities. I don't like like flossing when I get done eating. Right, you know, so at one time that was new, and then it wasn't new, and then it became new again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that that went out, came back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm 
I have never been made to suffer with the. Um, I mean, look, I don't want to have to. What go I don't in, want, but yeah, I don't want to have to go in there with a you know a, a weed eater. Okay. No, but there's one thing between being clean shaven <laughs> and being just being just grooming. But you know, I mean, but even well, sure, because I would hope. I, I mean, pulled her bro- pants down and the quail flew out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was playing duck hunt on the Nintendos. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, there's people that are like, say, yeah. my father's age that do not want to see shaved. They're like, you know, that's how old's your father? Fifty-three. And he and he wants to see well, Bush. No, I have I have no idea. If he, I'm saying that's his age. I mean, how well do you know your your father? I don't believe I've had that conversation with my dad. So you have, but, but but are you assuming that he wants to see Bush or that he doesn't? I'm going to take Bush? the words "my father" out of this conversation <laughs> uh, because I know that no, Easter brunch. Yeah. Hey, dad. I mean, because if let's you, talk because about you, Harry Pussy. Because I, f- I feel like your dad and I are probably close in age. Well, okay, right? the okay, it's the radio personality. Uh, there's one that I listen to on. Uh, uh, local morning show. Sure. Um, they are what I think is so close to my dad's age. He might be a little older, but I don't think he's much older. Okay, than okay. Yeah. But either way, he's come out on air and said that before, that he does not want to see clean-shaven kind of thing. Like, that yeah. to me feel, that in his mind is wrong, that that's a little kid's women have hair. And that's how, that's just, it's a, the porn had hair when he was growing up. You know, there's nothing about it. That was what he, that was his daydreams were then this image of hair. God, and that's just where he's at. ever see Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like her. Yeah. Because she's hairless. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's just one yeah. of those things like, you know, I, to each their She's own. aerodynamically correct. She's aerodynamically <laughs> Another military phrase, high speed, low drag, <laughs> Teflon coated, and aerodynamic. That's right. Yeah. I so just, I, I feel yeah. like, I've, I mean, look, I grew up with the same thing, right? I mean, we're going back to VHS now, okay? So try to imagine. Oh, I thought you were a Betamax guy. Uh, well, th- no, that didn't last long enough for my dad to get it. Yeah, but, were you, but you were around for the birthing said. of both, correct? <laughs> Do what? Were you around for the birth of both, at least in the home? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my father, being the smart man that he was, um, went for the VHS. I remember Um, somebody bought the, and my family was like, I I don't think it's like my grandmother's cousins or something like that, which technically my blood, but still, um, they bought the Betamax because it was supposed to be better. Yeah. But then, yeah, we all saw what happened with that. Yeah, it went away. Yeah, yeah. Better than when it's but, like but, HD DVD and Blu-ray. There's but in terms, I'm never fucking buying a specific Blu-ray shit anything. Like, just I never will. Like, download it and pirate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably on my server. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did we just get canceled somehow? <laughs> yeah, somebody over there's going like, all right, shut them down. Shut them down. <laughs> I don't have Spectrum Internet. Yeah. So yeah, so it, you know, you, you're you're. Your dad being probably close to age. Yeah, and again, me. I have no idea if that's his preference. I really want right? to clarify that. I've so, not had that conversation. So, but so now that you're saying that, I have no idea how we got onto the conversation of your father. But I was just someone, someone his age, just because I could. Okay, I could, somebody, somebody his I age. thought was his age. I'm just saying, like that's okay. So there's somebody out so there that, that, that prefers. I, was, I brought it because one generation gap. There's not a huge leap to get to somebody who feels very differently than I do about something. Okay, you know? so so whoever that person is who's in his fifties, mm-hmm. all right. Um, and enjoys a lot of bush, okay? It's a healthy amount, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what's healthy, right? Something there is all I've gathered. Yeah, so... Condition uh, it, shampoo it, that's probably healthy. Right. So, I mean, that's a lot of maintenance, Straight okay? Um, I would prefer <laughs> there not be, right? Yeah, no, I mean... I mean Just, you and know, I, well, look. And I gotta say, for, for how many years, even in my coming of age... You know, the women were shaved, the men were not. Then I got to be about 20, 20-something, and all of a sudden, there's no hair past the face and head of these people. Maybe armpits. But oh, yeah. From from belly button down. Yeah, it became a thing. Both people are yeah. bald. Yeah. You know, and, and bleached ass. Well, then somewhere in there, dad bod became a thing, right? Yeah. I don't think in porn, but I think in actual the life. Light well, it's always been in there in, in, <laughs> in porn. I mean, yeah, it's anybody's ever seen a Ron the Jeremy hedgehog, anything. The hedgehog. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, John Holmes was the only one, like from back in the day, who was really skinny. But that's just because ninety percent of his body weight was dick. <laughs> <laughs> it never got hard all the way. It looked like the end of an Olympic barbell just sagging. Yeah, he didn't have enough blood in his body. Right, he couldn't like. Yeah, he I, needed two pumps. I actually knew 
there was a, a female friend of mine. She was not any ex or anything like that, but she used to uh, have relations with a, an individual who had a heart condition. And it was either the heart condition or the medication they were on that caused it, but it never got. Apparently it was, you know, quote unquote huge, but never got like full on stiff. And I yeah. always just thought that was kind of funny. Like, you know, also this Obviously this was the day before Cialis. Well, well you go to the airport uh, no, this is and not, you this see is not that wind that. sock that tells you the direction just, and the speed of the wind. I don't Unless no. you're in a fucking hurricane, that bitch is never all the way straight. Right. Yeah. yeah but even yeah. then, I don't know if there's actually anything to laugh at with that. It just always struck me as a little funny, a little odd. And I mean, of course, not my dick, so I had not I had much less of a problem. Well, right. I can, I can laugh at it because it's not me. But it's just kind of like, I just imagine like, you want to fuck? And just being kind of limp. Like, yeah. I'm full on ready. Like, you know, yeah. just. Uh, yeah, no, I you're know. not. Back to your story about <laughs> yeah. your buddy that said uh, yeah. a blowjob on solid feels as good as one on hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Suck on that soft one feels just as good as a hard one. Yeah.